0: Hello, I'm Steve. Thank you for being here and welcome to the Master Your Life podcast where we discuss topics that help you to take control of your life. So today's episode is going to be about drink, about alcohol. Are you drinking too much? How can you tell whether you're drinking too much? on all all the things related. And I think it's really worth at this point in time to note that alcohol has become so socially accepted, in, not just in this country, but around the world. We don't mind seeing people absolutely pissed out of their head walking down the street. You kind of say to yourself or to whoever you're with, they've had a good night. Way Good on you, mate. You had a good night? Good for you. Yeah, go on, go sleep it off. You'll be all right. But if you saw somebody down an alleyway shooting up, you probably would call the police and they would be arrested. But... Um, Drugs are illegal. Heroin use is illegal in this country, so you, that's no, that's one of the reasons why they'd be arrested. But you don't exactly like seeing drug takers and people taking drugs. It's not as socially accepted in this country as alcohol. Alcohol, is in my opinion, is, is far, far more damaging, causes far more deaths. There are far more alcohol-related deaths in this country than there are uh drug related ones um so how do you know you're drinking too much that's that's a real common question is how do you know you're drinking too much well you're asking the question for a start so take the dry this dry dry january thing okay so if if you're if you're finding that hard um, not even if you're finding it hard if you're taking on the quote unquote challenge to not drink for an entire month. I think there's a, a pretty good chance that actually you, you've got a you've got a little bit of a problem with drink if it's If it's taking you some effort to stop drinking or stop doing anything for a certain period of time, um, and then once this period of time has gone, you can start doing the thing again, I would probably suggest from experience that you have got a problem with the thing. It could be anything. It could be anything, but particularly for drinking, if you're not doing it for if you're not if you're doing this dry January and you're trying to not drink for the whole month, I think you could probably be a little bit concerned that you've got a drinking problem. Um, but don't be too concerned because you're addressing it, if that makes sense. It's a little bit contradictory, but um, this is how my mind works sometimes. And then I'd ask yourself um, a, a few other questions. like How is it affecting your life? In a negative way and that could mean anything from we can't really afford it you think christ i spent so much x amount of money on alcohol last week um but i've got to have my alcohol or else i won't be able to unwind at the end of the day or whatever the reason you convince yourself with is it putting into you into a little bit of a financial anxiety um you, you you maybe can't quite afford it or you're you're missing out on things that you do need in your life uh, because you're you're sacrificing those things so you can you can afford your drink. Then maybe maybe money's not a problem and you can afford it. Are, are you regretting the things you do when you drink? And that could that could that could range from anything to do with your behaviour or actions that you do, things you say, uh, dancing on the table, singing at the top of your lungs. Is um, well, yeah, it's good fun, but sometimes it's not good to do at, at a posh restaurant w- with your family um, at, at a christening. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, just a just an example. Uh, I can remember a conversation I had with my dad, my granddad, many many years ago. Is if you were to say to yourself, "Oh, I'm going to try not to drink for a week." I'm gonna try not to drink for a, for a week, and I was I was like, well, hang on a minute, Grandad. If you're trying, if you're saying that, um, then surely you've you must you must got a problem with it. Because no, I just enjoy it, and I just like to try and stop for a little bit. So I'm gonna be really brave and really strong, and and you know really put my mind to it and just stop stop drinking for a week. I mean that's a that's a pretty good indicator again. It's similar to what I said earlier that if you're trying not to do something for a certain period of time and you're finding it a little bit of a struggle or it's going to take you some extra willpower. i would probably suggest uh, that you've got a bit of a problem with that thing are you in good shape uh, so these are all things that again you gotta ask yourself when you're asking yourself how do you know you've, you're drinking too much so are you in good shape because life Life can be quite difficult sometimes and if you're not in the best of shape they can make it even even harder. I'll go back to when I had the the bike shop and I was doing I was getting up early and I was going to bed late and I was on my feet all day. It's a very active job, very demanding job um, d- dealing with sometimes difficult customers. I maybe had um, lots of unpacking to do and lots of build bike building to do. I mean, I'm not complaining. I loved the job and I loved what I did, but it was quite physically demanding. And my I had to be on point. My brain had to be firing on all four cylinders and I had to think with clarity and I had to do maths and I had to actually do my job effectively. Now, would, would I have had a, a drink if, if I'd had some drink the night before and I was feeling a little bit hungover, you know, alcohol, it pays, it, it kind of takes a real toll on our bodies. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where you've drunk so much you're still feeling it two days later. I mean, that's incredible. It's bad enough that you've drunk so much the night before and you're still feeling shitty the evening after. I'm talking about two days, two days. So if, are you in good shape? Because life can be difficult and are your are your challenges throughout your working life, which, you know, I, I love a challenge at, at work. My brain is really working and I you feel like you're living if things are a little bit of a challenge. And, you know, and I welcome that. But is it is it even harder because you feel more dehydrated? You're not you're thinking with a bit of a haze. Your body is aching. You're you're constantly going to the loo or whatever. Are you, are you, are you, and are you getting into trouble are you getting into trouble with your friends and family when you you're under the influence are you are you getting phone calls from your mother or your father and they're saying you know you you rang me last night telling me how much you love me and this is all very well and good and everything but you know and I really like hearing from you but it was 2 o'clock in the morning. That That's just a random example, you know, ringing people up. People get r- drunk phone calls all the time. and It's kind of like, yeah, can you not do that? You, you work the kids up and stuff like this. I mean, not many people have landlines nowadays, so that's not so much of an issue, but I think you get my point are you getting into trouble with friends and family when you're when you're under the influence maybe you're a little bit more of a loud mouth and maybe you're a little bit ruder and maybe you make a mess or you fall over or or stuff like this i'm not going into the whole realms of maybe you're an aggressive violent drunk because because we're asking the question of how do you know you're drinking too much? And I think if you're getting absolutely off your face and you're smashing the place up and beating everyone up, I think that's quite, quite evident that you, you do know that you're drinking too much. So it's the more of a subtle uh, clues, indicators that you're drinking too much. So are you getting into trouble with your friends and family when you're under the influence? And another one is, are you missing out on doing the things that you, you like doing? For example, watching the sunrise. It's a very, very simple one. Watching the sunrise. Look, it happens every single day. We all, well, obviously. But are you missing out on going to see, getting up early enough to see the sunrise because you're out of your face, still hungover, or maybe you didn't get in till two or three o'clock in the morning, or, or maybe you were up watching films or movies all night or gaming all night because you were drinking and, um, you drunk to such an extent that you just passed out and you're actually you're barely gonna make it to work on time at nine o'clock, let alone getting up at half five, six o'clock to see the sunrise. Obviously, depending on where you live and the time of year, those times can vary. But again, the point is quite clear. Are you missing doing the things that you enjoy doing like maybe running maybe you used to quite like running but you can't so more because your body's always sore and you're always feeling a a little bit sick um do you you like to to sing or all all these other things that you might not be able to do so well because because you were under the influence i think i think that's pretty pretty obvious that one now Another little experience I had when I was younger and I convinced myself that, that the alcohol wasn't a problem is. OK, so I, I used to be and I could have been actually a pretty good guitar player. When I was younger, I got very good very quickly and I was keeping up with uh, when I was straight and sober and I didn't have any drugs or, or alcohol in my system. I was a pretty good player and I was playing with all these older, older Guitar players and more experienced guitar players, and I was still managing to keep up in in these jam nights. And I was in a band, and it was really quite good fun. I was really interested in the theory behind the guitar, the history behind the instrument, and all the influence, all all the influential uh, players of the world and and history. And and I and I really really could have could have done something with that at quite a young age if I wasn't so pissed out of my head most of the time most of the time I got that was free time I would get I w- I would I would have a drink and it was it was more socially accepted than anything else so I kind of I kind of you know drank when I when I uh when I could and I kind of carried a hip flask with me and it was part of my personality and I adopted this personality quite quickly and quite easily and it was just so accepted know, so steve and a drink oh yeah all right yeah and i kind of i thought i was this amazing player um and i thought i played better actually when i was under the influence i mean all you had to do was just ask the rest of the band and it was it was i was, I was pr- playing pretty poorly when i was when i was drunk um but i thought i was playing amazingly and there's another thing as well to bear in mind as well is what are your work and college experiences? So I I, I wasn't getting the same results at college because I was I was I was always hungover. Uh, I was getting sent home sometimes because I was still drunk the following morning, and I would absolutely stink of alcohol, and that carried on into my working life as well. And I'd show up, show up late for work, and I'd speak to my employer, and they say, "Well, you know what's what's up, Steve? Why are you late? And have you been drinking last night?" And that that conversation that I used to have so often far too often at that age and i'm talking late teens early 20s when i actually had a job an employer um was, have you been have you been drinking were you out a bit late last night and early this morning you know you still still drinking you still smell of the drink this morning. I mean the the reality of it was is that I'd probably had a drink that morning because in my early twenties, that's that's when late teens, early twenties, that's when things really started to get quite serious. But the point still stands that my my college experiences, so it was before I had a job, were I was getting quite poor results, and I, and I was a tree surgeon, so I had to use some pretty dangerous machinery, and I would do it all under... The, I'm laughing, but, you know, it's a wonder I didn't kill myself or someone else, really. I was operating all these all these bits of equipment and driving tractors and using chainsaws and brush cutters and climbing up trees and all of this stuff, whilst whilst under the influence, and I, and I exposed myself to a ton of misery due to that, working in these dense forests in the height of summer, with a hot chainsaw, whilst you're hung over, I mean, I was, I would sweat, and I'd get so hot, and of course, I was dehydrated anyway, so I would only dehydrate even more when I was under the influence, again, like, have you got, have you got, have you got a problem with that? Now, it's quite, it's quite, it's relatively easy to, to identify whether you've got a problem. So the, the, the point of this episode is to talk about the consumption of alcohol and whether or not you think you have, or maybe somebody else has a problem, or just to, maybe it's just to discuss drinking too much as a whole. But these. This is my. This is my personal opinion. It's what. I've, it's what I've witnessed. It's what I've seen throughout my life. I'm. A, I'm. I used to drink. I used to be an alcoholic. So we. We all. We all know that by now. And it's in my opinion that excessive drinking patterns are, uh, form quite young, rel- relatively young, in, in relative terms to like um, what I'm talking about in this instance. And and in, in, I think between ten. I think ten or more drinks a week constitutes um a uh, 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 going towards a problem i think when you're getting towards sort of 10 12 13 14 drinks a week that's kind of getting a little bit of a problem and we could split hairs and we could say well what's one drink because you could have um some people could have two glasses of wine in an evening or they could have two bottles of brandy an evening and still call that just two drinks i think we you could be fairly realistic with this and and quite sensible i think if you're having a glass of wine with your dinner and i think if you're having one or two glasses of wine um following that i mean that's getting on for 14 15 16 drinks a week you're now drinking you're drinking every night and and it's what it, it's what the the alcohol is doing to your cells in your body they're actually killing cells and they're not they're not fussy on what cells they kill they'll kill anything they kill brain cells they kill muscle cells they the alcohol it's when you're drunk when you get drunk when you get slightly under the influence you're, you're in a pretty you're actually in a pretty bad state you're dehydrated that's the, the obvious one but you you're actually more of a, in a poisoned poison state you you can't defend yourself from a from an attacker, be it a, an animal or a, another human being, you you suffer memory loss, the inhibitions tend to go slightly out of the window. You make poor poor decisions, and if you're doing this every evening, getting dehydrated, and getting into this poisoned state, I think that's, a, that's quite a quite a bad quite a bad state to be in, and I think you could be rest assured that you've identified that you've got a problem with the ankle and you should with the, the alcohol, excuse me, that you should probably stop, stop doing it. My personal rule of thumb is in my life is I don't have any mind altering substances. And then after that, I always add, except coffee. Um, yeah, no mind alterating mind altering substances. And of course that includes, that includes alcohol. Um, and I got to the point in my life with my drinking, I ra re- I, I totally reached my pain threshold, um, and I, my, I really, I just the conveyor, it wasn't a conveyor belt, it wasn't even a lift, it was a shaft, and it was a hole in the ground, and I, I absolutely plummeted to, to rock bottom, and I wasn't prepared to live like that anymore, and, and I just wonder, if I'd had, if I'd been a bit more equipped with the knowledge I've got now, and if people around me if we if the society was a bit more educated in alcohol abuse uh, uh, years and years ago whether it would have got whether it would have gotten so bad don't know we'll never we'll never know a a youngster i was drinking it i started drinking about uh about eight or nine and i was going to going to school hungover yeah a nine-year-old hungover going to school um yeah, I know. Somebody should have recognized then, but they, I suppose this is like the 90s. That was a long time ago. Times have changed. Times have changed. So how do you know you're drinking too much? Well, you're talking about it. You're thinking about it. And I think if, if something, you know, I'll kind of do this a bit too often. um, Maybe I've got a problem. Maybe I'll Maybe I'll stop. And if you're saying to yourself, maybe I'll try to stop, then I think you have... You have got a problem, you know. I I I quit. I used to smoke. Obviously, I used to do a lot of things. I used to smoke, but I used to smoke just normal cigarettes. Even once I was, even once I was clean from all the drugs and alcohol, and I thought, well, I don't actually really like it. I kind of I stink. I stink. A packet of cigarettes these days are quite quite expensive. They've gone up. They've gone up. I can still afford it, but they've gone up. And I thought, well, actually, I could I could do some other things with this. I'd like to stop I'd like to stop smoking. And do you know what? The first time I tried really took some effort and I was really struggling. I was really struggling. I was like, oh my god, I was, I was irritable. I was horrible. I was drinking more coffee and of course that gave me more anxiety issues because it was too much caffeine and what so I just started smoking again. But do you know what? The second time I stopped smoking, I just the light just went on in my head and I just thought, Do you know what? I'm done smoking. I want to finish smoking and I stopped smoking just like that. And that was quite, quite easy, quite easy. Well, so once you identify that you've got a little bit of a problem and you're you even you know, you're patient with it and you give yourself um, a chance and maybe set a goal to maybe cut down first before completely stopping, and well, then maybe you should do that. I'm not talking about alcoholism. I'm talking about prevention. Prevention is always better than cure. If you're identifying that you've got a little bit of a drinking problem and you're asking yourself the question, how do you know when you're drinking too much? Then I think that that would be, be a pretty good um pretty good indicator that you're drinking too much and it is so so vastly accepted by society now alcohol there are always alcohol deals um in the supermarket adverts on the television it's so attractive these bottles are so attractive the 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 beaches that you have the the old saloons the western saloons and the the blues music and you know they dress up and it's all so romantic and everything like that. Um, it's so so socially accepted, but it didn't used to be. I can't, do you know, what? I'm racking my brains trying to think of the dates, of of the of the prohibition. But it used to be illegal. It used to be illegal, and it is illegal still now in some states. And so you can't you can't walk around with an open open drink and some like things like this. Um. But it used to actually be illegal, prisonable—a prisonable, a prisonable uh, sort of offence—if you were to—if you were to be caught drinking or even making the stuff. But now we kind of we kind of encourage drinking. You know, there's happy hours, drink more for less. It's all about consumption. Drink as much as you. You know, there's so many different varieties, so many different colours. They dress it up. It's dreadful. It's dangerous. I, I don't like. I think I think alcohol is a dreadful poison. Um. Take cider, for example, modern, some modern ciders. There are so many ciders on the market now. I wonder, actually, how many of these ciders have apples in them, or whether it's just mostly chemicals, because you, it's just poison. It's poison. And today's episode, I'm not going to get too much into the what happens in your body when you consume the alcohol. I have touched upon what happens to the cells, when alcohol attacks them and it kills them dead it does a lot It does a huge amount as well does a huge amount as well that's why it's so so um physically addictive and so dangerous for an alcoholic just to suddenly come off alcohol i can kill i can kill an alcoholic coming off drink straight away can kill an alcoholic you can't do that heroin can't do that cocaine can't do that cannabis can't do that yeah, you'll feel pretty rough. I've spoken about it before, but it it, it can't kill you. It, can't, it just can't kill you. Maybe your actions whilst you're in the withdrawal may kill you. But coming off of these class A substances, they're class A substances. If you're caught with them on you, you go to prison. But alcohol, you can develop such a physical dependency on it. I did. I had seizures. I had fits. I lost my eyesight. I lost the use of my hands and my... My uh, my feet, like I couldn't walk, I couldn't grip stuff. My, my, my organs and my body just started shutting down when I was coming off this stuff because it was just starving for it. You know, I could have died, and people do die withdrawing and coming off alcohol. You can't do that with a Class A drug. It's just... It's crazy. So I kind of gone on off on a bit of a tangent there and a bit of a rant about a personal opinion of alcohol and society in general. But the main point of this was how to know that you're drinking too much and just stop drinking so much. Okay, so I hope you found uh, this episode useful. Um, I, I do have some exciting news for you. So I have now got a Patreon page. So keep your eyes out for that and there's going to be some really useful resources on there to try and help you take control of your life, some different techniques some tactics that I've used in the past. Um, Some real, real useful stuff on there, so I'll keep you updated as I go with that. You can also see me on my Instagram page where I upload daily motivational reels and quotes that are on there and just a little bit more about me and how I came to be who and where I am now. So do take care of yourselves, and I'll see you in the next one. Cheerio.